Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Paychecks Business Series podcast. I'm your host, Gene Marks. I'm a certified public accountant and regular business columnist for a bunch of publications, including Forbes and Entrepreneur. But more importantly, I'm a small business owner of a financial and technology management services company. I've teamed up with Paychex, the leading provider of human resources, payroll benefits, and insurance services to bring you real-life advice from real-life business owners and industry experts. That's why we've got Robert Crisanti on today. Robert is the CEO of the International Franchise Association. Robert, let me ask you for an awkward hello. Hello. Right. <laughs> That's actually not so bad and not as awkward as I was expecting. Sometimes they can be really, really, really awkward. Uh, Robert, first of all, let's just let's start with this. We want to talk about reopening um, in, in the wake of the coronavirus you know, pandemic. We're, we're here talking uh, at the very, very beginning of June. But before we do, the International Franchise Association, you're the, the CEO of the organization. Tell us a little bit about the association. Well, we represent over 300 different SIC codes in the U.S. Department of Commerce uh, co- uh, classification of businesses, ranging from doggy daycare to uh, you know some of the fast food brands that you would know very well around the United States, to hotel and lodging brands, and uh, everything as uh, sophisticated as uh, companies like Any Lab Test now, where uh, they they do uh, lab testing uh, for hospitals and for uh, for patients. Uh, so it's, uh, it's, uh, that we even have doggy daycare, uh, you know, so a very, very diverse, um, group of businesses that use the franchise business model. Uh, we are, uh, responsible for nearly 8 million direct jobs in the United States. We have 733,000 franchised, uh, locations throughout the United States. And we are a major part of the U S economy, almost 3%. No doubt you are, which is why I think you were asked to sit on the, uh, the uh, like the president's council. You, you worked on a blueprint for reopening. Tell us about that. Thank you. Yes, I was honored to be named to the president's account council to revitalize the United States uh, economy and stand us back up again. Uh, and as part of that work uh, for the president's uh, council, we pulled together information on our um, uh, franchise systems and uh, what challenges they were facing in the field and uh, what uh, what they needed to do um, you know in order to stand up and we uh, prior to the emergency we worked very diligently to get a number of them categorized of these businesses categorized as essential they range from things like auto parts stores which which you wouldn't initially think about um, as being essential uh, and and uh, auto automotive repair uh, all the way to, um, you know, things that might come more naturally to you, especially if you have an elderly parent. Um, we have uh, we had some daycare centers that were uh, for emergency responders that were open, and then uh, the people uh, who take care of uh, grandma and grandpa and parents uh, sometimes at home, um, and uh, to make sure that they were up and operating and were allowed to move around and and make uh, sure that they were facilitated to uh, to uh, you know, take care of their customers. And uh, so that, that was, a, that was a, a lot of early activity in this process. So Robert, you sat on this council, you, you, you put together this sort of blueprint for reopening. Um, and as a lot of businesses right now are undertaking that reopening, I mean, some places are reopened, some places like my hometown of Philadelphia, we're still under lockdown. But this is a big, big you know, consideration for a lot of business owners, both big and small. So what, what's in this blueprint? What, 
recommendations do you have? What big takeaways do you have for a business owner or even a you know, franchise owner as they get their business ready to restart? Thanks. Uh, yeah, I, I, you know, I think the less than big takeaways, there are many, many, many small takeaways. And it starts with all of the things that you have to open, uh, that you have to think about in order to reopen. You know, everything from now acquiring PPE, um, you know, personal, personal protective equipment for your staff, for your customers. Uh, how do, in, in some cases, people walked out of their businesses and they have, uh, you know, they had food. Um, that they uh, didn't take out with them or were not able to take out with them um, quickly enough. Um, how do you get to, you know, get, get everything uh, back up and running? How do you donate, you know, things that you can donate that haven't been spoiled that are in your refrigerator? Um, those kinds of things uh, all the way to how do you travel to and from work? Um, what are you going to do? Uh, what, are, what are your business's processes for COVID-19 screening when you reopen? How does that interact? Uh, you know, well, I'm going to take everyone's temperature and write it down every day. Well, that's great. Um, you know, are, are you going to get them to sign a waiver for, um, you know, for uh, some of the personal health privacy laws on the federal side? So there are literally for a small business person, an overwhelming amount of questions, <laughs> nearly overwhelming amount of questions that you have to ask yourself. And then they vary from business to business. And we ended up breaking up into nine different business segments. So personal care and fitness was one, uh, hotels and lodging uh, facilities another, uh, food and uh, quick serve and fast serve restaurants uh, were uh, was another. And so we had nine of those business segments. Each of them are addressed in the blueprint that we stood up. Then uh, further complications that you just alluded to uh, appeared. For example, the fact that uh, in Philadelphia, you guys aren't open for business yet. And so while the state of, uh, of Pennsylvania may have one set of rules for businesses and locations that are reopened, Philadelphia may have a whole different set of rules that are uh, going to be uh, applied uh, there. And how does the local business owner uh, know about those? So we infused into the, into the opening documents uh, some of those uh, questions and answers as well. And we tried to keep it... Um, at a level where you just spend some time asking yourself these questions. We're not dictating or mandating or, or uh, saying that this is the right way or the wrong way to go about it, but we're suggesting for you, these are considerations for your health, contactless payment, all of those kinds of things. There seems to be there are a lot of questions that are raised in the document itself, but does does the document also provide answers and, and actual, uh, you know, an actual action items for businesses to take? It does. You know, <clears throat> you know, the, the, from the psychology of your employees to the customers that are entering, if you have a branded business and if you're uh, if you're a franchise or a non-franchise, you have a branded business, whether you realize it or not, having signage on the floor. Uh, you know, is the solution to helping people understand that they have to maintain certain uh, um, level of, dis uh, of distance. Uh, I was with my uh, wife doing some shopping the other day here, and uh, some of the stores have one-way aisles now. And so uh, because we passed by something we needed to pick up for one of the children, we ended up looping around the same uh, aisle uh, three different times because we couldn't double back down the, <laughs> down the aisle. And we and we both missed it uh, two in the first two passes. Um, so uh, the kind of signage that you have, the kinds of cleaning uh, that you do for the, for the store, um, all very important uh, signals uh, for your customers and very important 
um, you know, for, for maintaining your brand. So we have, when we raise the questions, we have a series of solutions that you should consider uh, regarding them. Do I need a, you know, uh, do I need a, a certain quality of mask uh, for the patients uh, or for the customers that I'm seeing? Well, if you have patients and you're administering healthcare, the, uh, you know, the N95 mask uh, might be a required part of your business. So we're working with our brands to make sure that they have the right considerations in for each of those business segments. There are a lot of, um, there's a lot of advice out there and a lot of documentation, a lot of reports that's telling business owners what to do, what not to do. Um, you know, the two main places is the, that, that at least I've been directing my clients to are the CDC and OSHA. Um, you know, how does, how does the reopening guidelines and the blueprint correlate to what the CDC is saying and what OSHA is saying? So uh, CDC and OSHA are, are linked uh, to, uh, to the site. And uh, so you can, you can move easily uh, backwards and forwards from there. But, uh, you know, again, uh, because of the uh, state, local, and, uh, and uh, sometimes city, um, uh, you know, or even sometimes a district inside of a city uh, type rules, there are still overlays that come and we're trying to integrate those wherever we can as, you know, as uh, emergencies are be, uh, being lifted in one part um, and, uh, you know, other parts are still subjected to them. Uh, we want to make sure that if the mayor decides that he has, you know, uh, he's been convinced that a 10 foot uh, distance between uh, uh, you know, shoppers or customers is appropriate that you find a way to, uh, to uh, understand that and to accommodate that need. Um, or if whether or not plexiglass in between air, each haircutting station is, uh, is sufficient for you to have, um, you know, to have an answer. And in some locations, the, they're saying that you're able to bring in 50% of, of the maximum amount of customers that the fire marshal would allow you to have in your location uh, earlier. And that's another one we sort of think is a very useful one rather than trying to uh, calculate, you know, per square foot and how far people have to stand apart and so forth. It's, it can be, it can be very challenging. Makes sense. What is, um, you know, I know that you have, you, you've issued this blueprint. I, I, first of all, how long ago did you guys actually publish this? So a couple of weeks ago now, this, I guess, two weeks ago now, uh, I sent it to the white house. I've discussed it, uh, with, uh, uh, folks inside of the white house that are responsible <clears throat> for these areas. And, um, this reflects, not just the CDC's thinking, but the private sector's uh, thinking, because, uh, you know, if you're working on someone's, if you, you know, talk to the CEOs of the car brands, if you're working on someone's car, you have a special responsibility to, uh, to make sure that uh, that car is returned uh, clean and germ-free. And so, you know, they, they take that very seriously. How do you do that? How do you clean that car um, so that it's cleaned to within an appropriate standard um, but also doesn't damage the dashboard or the steering wheel or the leather inside of the car. And so all of those things are, are being given due consideration in order to make those customers feel better. Um, in addition, we also sent the report to all 50 governors and big city mayors around the United States so that they would have access to an understanding of what we are thinking about as we're uh, opening back up again and so that they could be informed 
uh, by what these uh, key business leaders in these different business segments have said. Makes sense. Now, is this report publicly available? And if so, where is it? Yes, it's on our website. And if you go to franchise.org and, and the first thing that well, you would see at the top is the COVID center. It's uh, The ultimate website is community.franchise.org. And Robert, one final question is, you know, I know you guys have published this report now. Is there any expectation that you'll be, you know, updating the report as things change? We are updating it. We're updating it at every uh, conceivable chance when we hear localities and, and things opening back up again. Uh, we are we are uh, infusing those web links, the local mayor's uh, uh, guidance that may be um, different. One of the reasons we didn't have a static document was that we figured and we knew that there would be different um, requirements in different areas. And we're, we're pushing very hard for, uh, for a consolidation because um, we understand, uh, you know, that uh, getting some amount of uniformity in place is very important for the businessmen and women to have continuity as they open up their franchise systems. Maybe, you know, uh, two city blocks away from one another, one one is well, subject to one set of rules and one is subject to another. What is the website again? It is uh, community.franchise.org. Robert Crisanti is the CEO at the International Franchise Association. For more information about what we discussed today, including uh, the blueprint for reopening that Robert has made available and other coronavirus questions and topics, please visit the Paychex COVID-19 Help Center. The address is paychex.com forward slash coronavirus dash resources. Robert, thank you very much for coming on. That was great information and will help people, whether you're running a franchise or not. I think any business owner would benefit from, from that information. So thank you. Uh, thanks everyone for listening. We will see you next time. This podcast is property of Paychex Inc. 2020, all rights reserved.